Welcome back to Perry's Pit on Jams for Hire. I am Matthew Perry, and I am here with the review of NXT Halloween Havoc. It was a really, really exciting night for NXT. Uh, you know, they had the uh, saying, spin the wheel, make the deal, hosted by Shotzi Blackheart. I think she did a great job of being a host throughout the night. And, um, yeah, it was a fun night for wrestling. I, I, I always rave about NXT, and they rarely miss. And, and tonight they did not miss. Uh, we will start with the top of the night. It was the North American Championship match. Uh, they spun the wheel to make the deal. Johnny Gargano, the challenger, took on Damian Priest, the North American champ. As you know, I'm a really big Johnny Gargano fan. Uh, I was rooting for him the whole time, of course. Uh, but yeah, Johnny had to, uh, had to have Shotzi Blackheart spin the wheel. She spun it, wound up being a Devil's Playground match, which... Um, if, if those of you who don't know uh, what a devil's playground match is, I honestly didn't before this um, wheel was spun, but yeah, it's basically just falls can anywhere. Anything goes kind of thing. There are a bunch of cool different weapons. Um, the entrances are really good. I love uh, Johnny. Garg I love Johnny Gargano's entrance gear tonight. It was a nightmare before Christmas themed. Damian Priest had a big entrance with a live guitar helping him out there. Um, but quickly, the men went to went to the weapons. Um, Gargano went kendo stick. Uh, Damian Priest found a nightstick, which you know gives me uh, big boss man vibes. That was fun to watch. They they went into the backstage area. Uh, they used, they started using stage props. Gargano used a trash can. Um, they went to where the wheel was set up. Someone in a scream mask um, hit Priest with a steel pipe, and this was kind of a turning point as from there Gargano hit a tombstone not the pile driver but an actual tombstone over Priest's head to knock him off the stage and it led to a pinfall victory we have a new champ it's Johnny Gargano he's the first two-time North American champ I was very happy about that but going back on the screen mask who could this be you ask uh, we know Indy Hartwell had been helping Candice LeRae recently Candice LeRae of course Johnny Gargano's wife the power couple um, we knew that pretty well. I have a feeling this is Austin Theory. Now, um, they kind of had a history in the past, like mentioning each other a little bit. I think they had a match a couple weeks ago in which Johnny won. Recently, Austin Theory kind of stormed off in a car saying, I quit. I don't know. We saw that with uh, Chad Gable like uh, last week on Raw or SmackDown or something like that. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. I do think it's Austin Theory. We'll see how this develops if um, – the Garganos continue to kind of form this little group of helpers uh, to assist them. But either way, we do have a new North American champion. I'm very happy about it. I think uh, Gargano is great at what he does. Uh, I, I, I talk about him all the time. Um, this was a really fun match, though. I mean, both men, uh, Priest and Gargano, have had better matches. But this was a fun match. Uh, there was a lot of there was still a lot of pure wrestling, but it was very fun. The... Uh, inclusion of different weapons especially the tombstone at the end something you don't see every day uh, made it uh, very entertaining and yeah new champ moving on to the next segment of tonight's show pat mcafee introduced introduces the group that he says will take over nxt and that being undisputed of course um as we saw last week pat mcafee revealed himself with Oni lorkin and danny birch the new tag team champions and tonight was another entertaining segment. I mean, Pat McAfee is a very good heel. 
Uh, I got to give him credit. He seems to be good at pretty much whatever he does, whether it's podcast or whatever. I mean, we know he's good on the mic with the podcast. He's, he really shows those skills in between the ropes as well. Uh, so basically what happened was they were taunting the Undisputed Era, and then Kyle O'Reilly came out uh, alone. And then he brought out the bruiserweight Pete Dunne, who we haven't seen in NXT in a bit. Uh, he made some appearances on NXT UK recently, but it looks like he might be staying in NXT. Um, Kyle O'Reilly had a chair. He gave a chair to Pete Dunne. It looked like they were going to attack McAfee and Lorcan and Birch. But as soon as, McAfee, uh, as, soon as O'Reilly tosses his chair down um, in an attempt to get McAfee and the tag champs back into the ring. Uh, Pete Dunn, bam, right into Kyle O'Reilly's back, knocking him to the ground. Kyle O'Reilly is always great at selling. He sold this very well. And then the attack began. They, they all started laying in on uh, Kyle O'Reilly. Um, joint manipulation was, you know, the name of the game as usual for Pete Dunn after he got the after he got the stomps in along with everybody else he started bending the fingers back and uh, stomped on the arm and it was brutal but um we're not sure where uh bobby fish roderick strong and adam cole were i know cole was um out recently on some kind of leave and then i know at least one of bobby fish and roderick strong were injured but yeah this left kyle o'reilly all alone um, I think this is going to set up perfectly for an Undisputed Era versus the four of uh, these guys, uh, Lorcan and Birch, Dunn, and um, Pat McAfee. I, I, was, I was very happy to see Pete Dunn because I'm a very big fan of him. Uh, he's looked fantastic. Uh, McAfee is, a, as I mentioned, great on the mic. He's a perfect mouthpiece for the team. And, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see where this goes. Uh, moving on to our next segment, we had Santos Escobar taking on Jake Atlas. Uh, Santos Escobar, of course, uh, as a member of Ejigado del Fantasma, uh, the cruiserweight champion of NXT. They had a really great match. Jake Atlas seems to do something every week that kind of uh, catches the eye of the average fan. And I, I'm really loving his in-ring work. I hope they give him more of a character because the only thing I know him for, um, besides seeing him in this match, is he got his ass kicked by Champa a couple of weeks ago. And I mean, that's about it. I know he can, he has what it takes to be very good. I think he has a certain look for it. Um, but yeah, overall, this, this match was kind of just a setup for something new. Um, it was kind of a waste, in my opinion. Uh, you know, Escobar and Atlas is a great cruiserweight matchup. I think it could definitely be a title match in the future. But you can't make Atlas look strong if, if, it's an, if the match winds up finishing under four minutes. I mean, you got to give Atlas more of a chance. You know, you got to, Legado del Fantasma need, need something more. And Isaiah Swerve Scott had been going at it um, with them for a while, but he's, uh, he's pinned Escobar a couple times, but that, that feud seems to be done. Uh, but yeah, kind of a throwaway match, less than four minutes. Basically, the biggest part of this was at the end, it's set up um, a video package from Ember Moon saying she remembered uh, the old Dakota Kai, something of, that nature setting up next week's match between Ember Moon, Moon and Dakota Kai. I'm very, uh, I'm looking forward to that one quite a bit. Big Ember Moon fan. I'm really glad she's back. She does wonders for the women's division and it should be very exciting. Uh, we also found out that next week we will have Tommaso Ciampa taking on Velveteen Dream. That will be a very good match. I'm super excited for that one. This new heel Velveteen Dream adds a little spice to what he, what he brings to the ring. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. 
and looking forward to it next week. Following this, we had the Haunted House of Terror match between Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. This one was pretty entertaining, honestly. Uh, De- uh, Cameron Grimes, it's hard to take him seriously. He's, he's more of one of the lighthearted characters in NXT, and he does a great job of it. Um, it's always fun watching him interact with whoever he's in the ring with. Dexter Loomis is one of his, I think this is his second or third match since returning from injury. Um, he's, he's that quiet, you know, quiet type. There's not much to him, but he, he does, he's doing something right because I do enjoy watching him. Uh, Dexter Loomis wound up getting the best of Grimes, wound up beating him by submission. Um, a lot of weird stuff going on in this as it was a House of Terror match. Um, William Regal found Grimes, sent him backstage to a van, and then Michael Hayes was there from the, if you remember him from the Fabulous Freebirds. I'm not sure why. Um, I must have missed a connection or something like that. But Grimes ran every time he saw Loomis and just kind of ran into other uh, zombies. Um, you know, th- this, was a, this was a joke match. It was lighthearted. Uh, I know not everyone will be into it, especially the more serious wrestling fans. But, you know, this is exactly what it was supposed to be. It was fun. It was over the top. And I think it delivered. Um, but, yeah, Loomis picks up a win. I think this will help his momentum towards something bigger. I don't know how far this feud will go, but both men are entertaining on their own levels, and we'll go from there. Our last two matches of the night, both women's matches. We know how good uh, the women's division is in NXT, and they've really showed it here. Uh, the match before the main event, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Gonzalez. This one was built up for uh, quite a bit. Uh, and, yeah, these are two, I don't want to say heavyweights, but heavyweights of the women's division, two of the – stronger women uh, going at it. Um, Raquel Gonzalez did have a slight strength advantage at the beginning, um, but they they wore each other down as it went on. Uh, Ripley hit a comeback kind of towards the middle of the match and didn't really uh, falter from there. A big boot and a riptide sealed the victory. Um, Ripley picked it up by windfall. Uh, Not windfall, pinfall, I'm sorry. yeah, the, 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 these two women really know what they're doing in the ring. And I think it's time for Rhea Ripley, at least, to go up to the main roster. Um, I do like what she's doing in NXT, but I, I think th- these are two stars here. And, you know, I don't want to see any interruptions or anything like that. This, this needs to be a match on a bigger stage. Um, we had a little segment after where Drake Maverick was dressed up as Hulk Hogan. Killian Dane was the Shockmaster. Um, and Maverick was basically teaching Killian Dane how to be a proper Shockmaster. Shockmaster, as you know, is the the infamous character that fell through the that crashed through the wall with the Stormtrooper helmet on, and his helmet fell off, and that was a whole mess. That's a that's always a common wrestling joke ever since that happened. But yeah, overall, it was a good match. Uh, Rhea Ripley very impressive. Raquel Gonzalez, despite losing, still found a way to look strong. I hope to see these two fight again soon, and their feud to develop. But moving to the main event of the evening, we had Io Shirai defending her NXT Women's title against Candice LeRae, one half of the power couple. Johnny Gargano, as mentioned earlier in the night, retained his title, uh, not retained, beat Damian Priest to win the North American title. This was another spin the wheel, make a deal. And they wound up getting tables, ladders, and scares. So basically, it's a TLC match uh, the, with, with some added weapons, of course. Um, the belt was hung up above the ring. Got to get it with a ladder. 
these women went all out, and th- this was an absolutely fantastic match. I love how Candice LeRae is growing as a wrestler. I think when she first came in, she wasn't uh, wasn't the best in the women's division, but she's really coming into her own as a wrestler, developing her own personality, her own move set, her own tendencies as a heel. I think she's doing great. Io Shirai, of course, we know she's one of the best in the business. She's not the champion for nothing. She looked great as well, of course. Um, she had a great entrance. Uh, the artist known as Poppy brought her in. She uh, Poppy's like this weird, I don't even know what genre I'd consider her, but it was, it was an interesting entrance. Um, but this was pretty brutal. There was a lot of damage. They went right for the ladders and chairs to start. Uh, they started setting up the ladders. Um, Io Shirai missed a moonsault and landed leg first on a steel chair. But then the, the biggest spot in this match was when um, Candice LeRae gets knocked off the top of the ladder and threw another ladder on the outside. It looked like she went in legs first. I'd have to take another look, but it was a crazy spot. It looked like it hurt, honestly, because usually when they do that, they go back first. But I can't imagine that on your knees, especially I believe Candice LeRae has had some kind of uh, prior knee injuries. But yeah, uh, LeRae was knocked off the ladder. Shirai was able to recover and retain the title. Very good match. Uh, this, this is my match of the night, honestly. They have a really good chemistry in the ring. I want to see this feud continue. This is their second match against each other, I believe, in recent memory. Um, probably not their best match just because the night, all the stipulations, stuff like that. But yeah, these have been some incredible title defenses. I mean, you want to you look you look for a fighting champion, and Io Shirai never seems to miss when it comes to fighting properly, fighting well, and just showing why she's the champion. And at least for another week or two, Io Shirai is still our NXT Women's Champion. But that that's been our uh, NXT Halloween havoc uh, overall. I would give this. Uh, night of NXT. I, I keep wanting to call it a pay-per-view. I'm so used to WCW Halloween Havoc. But overall, I'm going to give it a B plus, maybe an A minus. Uh, I think it was very good. There were very few low points. The lowest point definitely definitely being that like three and a half minute match with uh, Atlas and Escobar. But you know, they're building to something bigger. Overall, good night for NXT. They never really seem to miss. As I mentioned, NXT is still my favorite brand in the WWE. Love what Triple H is doing down there. Him, William Regal, the rest of the crew never seem to disappoint. I'm very happy that uh, Johnny Gargano is a champ again. That feels good. But we'll see where they go from there. I wonder if Priest will try to win it back. I'd have to imagine rematch clause and stuff like that. Don't think this feud is over, but we'll see from there. But for now, I've been Matthew Perry with Perry's Pit for GMs for Hire, and I will see you next time.